You are listening to True To You Radio, your home for peace, praise, prosperity, and positivity. Visit us at truetoyouradio.com. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Heart Dancing Radio Show, where we explore and learn what it means to live from your heart, not your head. And for those of you not quite familiar with heart dancing, it's a process of unlearning the world's messages and remembering your authentic self. When you start listening to the world's definition of happiness and success, at some point you may realize that you're never going to be happy. You're never going to be satisfied. There's always going to be something more to strive for or obtain. Heart dancing is a different way of looking at your world and looking at yourself. It's a way to return to your soul, the source of unconditional love. And the heart dancing mantra is, let love lead. And you'll understand more about that as you join me in the dance. Love knows the way. You just have to follow. Heart dancing. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Heart Dancing Radio Show, where we explore what it means to live creatively, be deliberate, and dance with life. Today we have an extra special, super duper, lovely, lovely woman, Nicole De Cristofano. I met Nicole in Key West at a retreat and just felt immediately that she's one of those people that can almost look through you and you're not going to get that benefit because we're only on audio, but there's just a presence about her that I hope will come across in this show. Let me tell you just a bit about her. She's an empowerment coach and best year yet facilitator. And Nicole provides dedicated accountability in order to inspire you to develop positive habits so you are more successful in all areas of your life. And what she does, she's very encouraging, but she also calls you out on things. And she calls it the tough and tender approach. And she'll challenge you to understand who you really are and to see what's been holding you back from creating that life that you deserve and that life that you really want. So, Nicole, welcome to the Heart Dancing Radio Show. Thank you so much, Catherine. That was a very lovely introduction, and I felt an immediate connection when I first met you, too. So I'm so glad that we've continued this relationship, and I get to be a part of the show with you. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm so honored because at the at the retreat, every time you spoke, I was like, oh, my gosh, I need to take notes. I need to write this down. It was just these pearls of wisdom just fell off your tongue. So um, not to not to set you up here, but I do want people to know that your experience as a coach, you're an authentic, warm person, and that truly comes out in every interaction that I've had with you. So I'm so happy that you're here. Thank you. I'm grateful for you and to be here. Thank you. Oh, oh, thank you. Well, can you tell me just a bit, I just read a little bit about your bio. 
Is there something else that you wanted to add to let people know who you are and why you do what you do? Sure. You know, the one question I get a lot is, you know, it, there used to be the question, what is a dating coach? Because it, it wasn't as popular as it is now. Um, but, you know, wh why did I want to be you know, a coach and, and what, what drove me here? And really love and relationships are my passion. Um, I, you know, struggled in, in my, you know, early days dating, and I also didn't have a very good role model. My parents divorced when I was young, and my mother didn't really have a good picker when it came to men. So it, 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 it really instilled in me this um, desire to really understand relationships, human behavior, communication, because I wanted to set myself up to win and, and really have that amazing, loving, healthy relationship that my mother didn't have. I wanted to create that for myself. So that's really one of the reasons why um, I chose this path. And and I know that it's possible for anyone because it was possible for for me and I created that with my amazing husband Gabriel so you know what, what I say is you know I found my purpose through all my failures that taught me so much about myself and and I really feel compelled to share this knowledge with the world I know that for me my greatest teachers have been the people in my life with which I have loved dearly and sometimes with that love there's been pain that comes with being vulnerable so I, I want to help people on their journey and maybe make the pain a, a, a little more bearable <laughs> if, you know, we can't, we can't completely get rid of the pain, but, you know, if you have the right tools and, and the right guidance, maybe you can avoid some of the pitfalls that come with love. Mm -hmm. Or when you step into a pitfall or a pit, <laughs> right. you have the tools to, to help you grow and, and to move on beyond that. Oh, yes, for sure. Well, so would you have, since you're a dating coach, I should have mentioned that earlier, um, what advice do you give people who seem to attract or choose the same kind of, of mate or, or significant other? They seem to fall into the same pattern. What would you advise someone like that? Yes, we, we call them deadly dating patterns. <laughs> <laughs> I knew there was a term for it. Okay. Uh, yes. And for example, uh, you know, I, I, I like to share my own stories because, you know, I'm not perfect. I, I've had my struggles. And if somebody else can learn from me, then great. I, I, I want that. So I used to have what's called the flame out pattern. And what that means is the relationship would be like fireworks and hot and heavy. And, you know, like we were like, in it like it almost seemed too good to be true and then it would totally fizzle out just as quickly as it started mm -hmm. and my pattern there was jumping in too quickly before I really got to know somebody and and establish that trust um, with each other you know I just went he head in you know without checking to see if there was water in the pool <laughs> <laughs> So you did the swan dive off the diving board and then on the way down realized, oh, there's no water. <laughs> exactly. So how I broke the pattern, which I, you know, guide my clients through is definitely date three or more people at once because that will give you a perspective 
on each of these people, um, whether you're a man or a woman, you know, dating a few different people, you, you're, you get a good sense of who someone is going to be for you. Are they going to step up and make an effort to, you know, win you over, so to speak? And um, I, when I started doing that, I was amazed because I knew the, the people that I would jump head in first with Mm -hmm. were not necessarily the right match for me and I, I just didn't see it so when I when I when I busted up that pattern and stopped that from repeating over and over again I could see oh wow I would have put all my eggs in one basket with that guy and thank god I didn't because he really fizzled out and disappeared mm -hmm. so yeah okay so how, how many other dating deadly dating patterns <laughs> There's so many. Um, however, I'll, I'll give you the top ones that I see over and over again because we don't always just have one. We have we usually have a few. Okay. Um, one of them is crumbs. You know, you'll accept a little bit here and there because you're hopeful that you'll get the whole meal someday. Uh-huh. You know, <laughs> you can probably understand that one. Uh -huh. Crumbs is one. Um, I see a lot of hermits nowadays, and I... I think this is an epidemic with the, the busy modern woman uh, who just doesn't have time. You know, uh, she's busy, busy, work, career, you know, whatever she's doing, and then she just doesn't really go out to, maybe she'll go out with her girlfriends, but she doesn't really go out for the purpose of socializing with the opposite sex. Okay. <laughs> and, and the, you know, and then a lot of people who are introverts are her hermits, so it's hard for them. They're a little shy. They don't know how to meet people, and then they might just depend on online dating, which is just one avenue, but it's definitely not the end-all, be-all. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. And then definitely the flame-out. I see that a lot. I see people, you know, rushing in too soon, getting intimate too soon, and then wondering why it, it fizzled out. So I would say those are the, the top ones. So All right. Well, that's, that is so fascinating. I never really quite thought about it that way. <laughs> so if I were an introvert and also really super busy in my career, so I've got the, inter, uh, the hermit thing going, mm -hmm. what would be a good way for me to break out of that pattern? Excellent question, Catherine. Thank you. <laughs> What I typically do, and because it's a delicate situation, I'm not, I don't want to push somebody too far outside their comfort zone. What I like to say is I'm going to stretch you a little bit, just like, you know, a light yoga exercise. You don't want to go full out and do a CrossFit, um, you know, class when you haven't worked out at all. <laughs> so we're, we're going to do some light stretching by picking um, – three strangers, whether they're men or women, to smile at each day. Just to get comfortable with the human interaction and, and smiling at people you don't know. Okay, okay. So that, yeah, that's one of them. And, and people are always amazed. They're like, wow, I, was sm I smiled at three strangers today and I immediately felt such, such warmth from people and I, it seemed like people were so friendly towards me and I, you know, I always respond, well, isn't it funny how when you change the people around you change mm -hmm. sarcastically, mm -hmm. but um, yes, yeah, so that's one, one step. And then another is to, to find, you know, a couple activities that, that maybe you're interested in doing and you, you said, oh, I'm too busy for, maybe you wanted to paint or learn how to salsa dance, 
you know, something fun that you can commit to maybe a couple times a month. And yeah. it's just for the social interaction. You know, you, you don't know who you'll meet. You can meet your, you know, your perfect partner anywhere, the dry cleaners, you know, or a salsa class. So getting out a bit more and, sh and going outside your comfort zone is, is how we get there. And so you stretch that comfort zone, hopefully to the point where the permit, to use your term, actually is open enough to start looking and saying, you know what, I'm interested in him. Exactly. And I, and I encourage them, once they're ready, to do the three-second stare smile. <laughs> tell me, tell me what that is. Yes. Well, you know, a lot of people are very uncomfortable with eye contact, as you can imagine especially hermits. Uh -huh. So I encourage them to, you know, go to a coffee shop, sit down, read a book, get on your computer, whatever. And if you see someone that maybe you're like, huh, that's interesting. I, I, you know, looks a bit attractive to me, you know, make sure you get their attention by giving them a quick look and smile and hold that for three seconds. Now it might seem like the longest three seconds in history when you're first doing this. <laughs> Um, however, it's who, who knows what can come out of it. If he's not interested, then what, no harm, no foul, right? It, nothing bad will happen. So it's just about getting used to making the eye contact and rolling out the red carpet, Catherine, uh, creating okay. the invitation. Because if he is, he or she is interested, then you, the three seconds goes beyond the normal cultural eye contact yeah that's about the comfort zone that is any longer and it can be creepy <laughs> well and i was going to ask you that do people do some of your clients say oh i can't do that it's too creepy no i haven't you know luckily i i haven't had many um uh, pushback on that one because i, I think people see you know what three, i can do three seconds I, I think they feel like that's doable. Okay. And I can just picture someone doing this in a coffee shop, counting to themselves 1,001, 1,003. <laughs> exactly. Yes. But, but let me tell you, the results are totally worth it. Even if nothing comes of it, you are connecting with another human being on this planet. And, and that's a great thing to do to send somebody a smile. I mean, everybody loves a smile. Right. And especially if it's just for them. Exactly. You know, that one-on-one -on -one contact. Oh, that's such great information. That's why I knew you'd be such a great guest. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Um, okay. So in your bio, it also says that you're a best year yet facilitator. Yes. Can you tell us what that is? Sure. Best year yet has been around for over 30 years. I was lucky enough to i was friends with a, a woman who became the this new ceo um the company was founded by a woman called uh named jenny ditzler and she wrote a book about having your best year yet and you know it's more than a goal setting it's really about focusing on what matters most to you and having your best year yet year after year mm. and, and I found that it really was so in alignment with what I coach that I wanted to be a coach for them and facilitate their programs um, because I do find that it helps my clients focus on, you know, their whether it's their love goals, their relationship goals, or career. 
it gives them a really great process and there's some real breakthroughs during the process as well that they get to see. So it's all about that lessons learned and really seeing what's been holding you back in your limiting beliefs. Yes. <laughs> we know about that. Right, right. So uh, Best Year Yet is, is almost like a system or a process that allows you to bring those limiting beliefs up and with the help of you, a coach, uh, kind of look at them and maybe refine them or reframe them? Yes, we go through a, a great process and, and the system's all online. So you can take it anywhere. You can do it on your phone, on your computer. And you go through a process of that answering 10 questions and through them, you create a new paradigm for yourself which I'll just share with you. Mine is, I am a master coach. <laughs> okay, I love it. And you are. <laughs> thank you. Well, one of my limiting beliefs was that I wasn't experienced enough. So I went through the process and created that. And then I also created three guidelines. And I, I like to talk about them as, you know, the little person on my shoulder that's giving whispering advice in, in my ear. Mm -hmm. So as long as I stick with my guidelines, you know, I can see anything through. And, and then I create 10 goals that I want to complete for the year that'll make it my best year yet. Oh, I love it. See, and that sounds so simple, but people don't do it. <laughs> Right. It, it's simple and profound, Catherine. And you're right. A lot of people don't do it. And we set goals year after year. And you know how it is. January 1st comes around. Mm -hmm. so this is this is one that I've had a lot of success with. And I've um, facilitated it with groups of people. And people really love the simplicity of it. Right. Well, I can, t I can tell that just by your description. So if someone listening to this show wants to get in touch with you and perhaps do the best year yet, how, how would that work? Sure. They could email me, Nicole, at bestyearyet.com. Okay. I'd be happy to have a conversation or send them information. I, I'm always willing to have phone calls and just share information with people. Mm-hmm. To, to make sure they have the comfort level. They, yeah, and make sure it's a good fit for them. Right, sure, of course. And with that program, Best Year Yet, is there also one-on-one -on -one coaching, or is it just the online and you go through the process? There's um, many options. You can go the pro through the process yourself. Um, I suggest going through it with a Best Year Yet coach to you know really get a lot of value from it. Sometimes we don't always see uh, what's been holding us back ourselves. We're not clear on it and, and using some good questions. I usually can draw more out from people than they would typically do themselves. So um, it, it can involve a one-time coaching or monthly coaching. So I have, there's lots of options. Oh, good. Okay. Well, thank you. I'm glad you clarified that. And the whole coaching industry, the whole reason to coach um, I think you just touched on it because it's hard to be self-reflective and see those things that are holding you back. And the coach allows you that distance. Is that pretty much how it works? I, I agree. And the accountability. Because, uh, okay. You know, that's a key part, right? I know I've done many uh, goals where I said I wanted to, you know, train for a race or work out or do whatever it is I was intending to do. And, when I have someone keeping me accountable, like a coach, I'm mm -hmm. much more motivated and likely to keep to my commitments. Mm -hmm. 
Well, and if you know that person, you're going to have a phone call with them tomorrow and you haven't done your homework, <laughs> we all kind of revert back to that, oh gosh, I got to get that done. And I, I just find it interesting. I do this all the time. I'll, I'll sit down and do the work for someone else, but to do it for myself, it takes a lot of, uh, I don't know, effort, motivation. I don't know. It's a different dynamic. I, I totally hear you, Catherine. Uh, one, one thing I like to do to help that process, um, help my clients, you know, win. I don't, I don't want them to feel like they're failing or letting me down or letting themselves down is I do check-ins, you know, I'll say we have a session on Monday on, on Wednesday, I might check in and say, you know, how, how's your week going? You know, have you had made any progress on, you know, the assignment, the, the action step and, if they're overwhelmed, then we, we readjust, you know, and I, I want to make it, I want to make this something that people are actually excited about and motivated and working on yourself isn't always <laughs> something you're really excited about doing. I, I get that, but you know, I hope that I can create some fun in the, in the effort, in the work. Yes. Yes. And I know you can just cause I've seen you kind of do that in person and also since we've gotten to know each other. So thank you for explaining that. Um, is there one thing that you want to leave the audience with in terms of either the coaching field or what you could bring to a possible coaching relationship? What, what would you um, share with the audience? Well, what, what I really like to share, because I know I'm a I can be a lone ranger at times and I think that I can do it on my own. And what I really like to share is there's nothing, you know, you're not going to win an award for doing it on your own. You're, you're not alone. You live on this planet with many people. And if you want to be in relationships with others, you, you have to learn certain skills and it's okay to reach out and get support if you're really not getting results that you want it in certain areas in your life and there's no shame in admitting you need someone to help you you don't have to figure this all out on your own um you know, i feel like nowadays too with coaching there's so many different coaching uh niches out there there's career coaches you know personal trainers there's there's organizer coaches you know there I just, I'm just so excited that there's so many ways you can get help for whatever need you have. And, and really sometimes you just need that impartial person, person in your life to help shine the light on whatever may be holding you back. And, you know, I know what I don't, I, those dark corners, Catherine, that you don't want to go into sometimes, <laughs> yourself, yeah. you know, they need, they need some light. They you only grow through getting uncomfortable. So right. I, I do want people to understand that, you know, growth is uncomfortable, but just imagine you're that beautiful butterfly in the cocoon, you know, and, and it, it needs some work to get out and, and let your wings spread and, and be able to fly. So that's, you know, that's really what I want to share with people about coaching and, and the work I do. Mm, that's beautiful. I love the way you describe that. Well, we're kind of getting toward the end of the show, but I know you've got um, an event coming up that you may want to mention just in passing. <laughs> 
Yes, I do. In addition to my coaching programs and everything, I am uh, doing retreats. Uh, that's something that, that's going to start in 2017, so stay tuned. But the, the one retreat that's already um, being, uh, being filled as we speak is an amazing retreat to Bali in uh, March through April 2017. And I'm really excited about it because Bali was my spirit home for over 10 years. I was a clothing designer there and and I am so excited I get to share the magic of it with 18 lucky people. Mm. So um, there's lots of transformation exercises we're going to do and fun and cultural things. So there's something for everyone and it's open to men and women. And I really look forward to having anyone come and join us. If you, if that's been on your bucket list, come on and join us. We will have a great time. Yeah, Bali is just one of those places that you want to go to, but just for me anyway, saying I'm going to go to Bali just isn't on my agenda. I need a retreat like what you're going to be holding to, to entice me to go there. So I'm so glad you're, you're having, having that. If someone was interested when they do hear this show, should they just go ahead and email you at that email address? Yes, Nicole at bestyearyet.com would be a great email to um, email me at. Um, we, we are creating some um, great video. Uh, my my co-host uh, that I'm doing the retreat with, Sarah Ann, who is also on your show. Yes. He and I are doing this retreat together. So we'll be putting some things out on Facebook. So if you do want to get more information, you're not sure, you have questions, send me an email, and that way I can let you know when we're going to be having those videos and those webinars, and you can jump on. Okay, that's that's good to know. Thank you. Well, listen, we are out of time, but I always like to ask my guests to share a favorite quote or saying or just what do you feel moved right now to share with the Heart Dancing uh, tribe? Oh, thank you. Oh, I, I have a great, my favorite, my recent favorite quote, <laughs> there's so many, mm -hmm. is with hope, you gain courage. With courage, you gain confidence. With confidence, there are no limits to what you can do. <sighs> I'm just taking that in. I love that. So it starts with hope and then courage and confidence. Yes. Yes. And see, I just see that as a dance. That's, that's what I love to see people growing and involving and people like you who help that whole process. So thank you, Nicole. You've been a fabulous guest, and I know you've helped a lot of people, especially with the dating, deadly dating patterns. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, thank you, Catherine. It's been a pleasure. Of course, I love doing anything where I get to talk to you, so I really am grateful for our time to get today, and I hope I, I added some value to your show and, and your audience. Yes, you absolutely did. Thank you so much. And you've been listening to the Heart Dancing Radio Show, where the mantra is, let love lead. If you let love lead in all your thoughts, words, and actions, you'll always come back to where your authentic self lives. So thank you for joining us. Thank you for being here. And please spread the word about heart dancing. Let's make this a movement. Let's make this a thing. Thank you again and be well. 
You've been listening to the Heart Dancing Radio Show, where we learn to dance with our hearts, not our heads. And remember, you're now part of the tribe. Be sure and tell your friends about the magic that happens here. Uh, Heart Dancing, it's the only way to live. 